Welcome to DJ BFF. Woo! I'm joined by my better half, Jason Williams. I'm joined by my other better half, DHP Gastelum. That's the first time you've ever said that. Yeah, I think our oh, relationship's I'm, improving. I'm blushing. <laughs> it's the podcast. Yeah, how you doing, man? Bringing people together. I'm um, doing pretty good. Um, how about yourself? I am moderately okay. Yeah, you feel better after watching Heat Vision and Jack? Or are we just going to dive into it? You don't want to just shoot the shit a little bit, man? <laughs> oh, sorry. Foreshadowing. <laughs> I'm a uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. No, I'm feeling pretty good. That's good. Hey, you just bought a ticket for Wasteland Weekend, right? I did. I need to start working on that. We'll, we'll have costume days to start working on it. Hell yeah. You want to explain what it is? Wasteland Weekend is a post-apocalyptic festival in the desert where you get to live like it's the end of the world. You get to do awesome stuff like fight in a Thunderdome, bounty hunting, tribe missions, and I'll be performing shows in the Mushroom Cloud Lounge on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I don't know why I'm so excited. That all sounds very dangerous. It's awesome. <laughs> I figured I'll prepare by watching the Mad Max movie again, playing some more Fallout, watching that one episode of Rick and Morty. I can't tell. Did I tell you the sword bounty hunting story? I the sword bounty hunting story. Yeah. Bounty hunter story. So bounty hunting at Wasteland Weekend, if it has like three tiers. The first easy tier is like rock, paper, scissors, or thumb war. Okay. And if you win, you take my finger. It's like a plastic finger. That's been cut off. Oh, okay. Phew, and you take God. that you take that to the bounty hunting people and they give you a reward. Okay. And the tears keep getting harder and harder the higher you go. By the end you have to find like a human heart or No, so <laughs> the toughest bounty at the event is Jared's and he's one of the owners of the event. Okay. And his challenge is that you have to beat him at Mad Max trivia. <laughs> and you won't. <laughs> you would be good at that. That's me? that's not gonna happen. <laughs> but uh, I was listening to a guy telling a bounty hunting story, where he walked up to this guy and was like, "Hey, uh, I have your wanted poster. I want to collect your bounty." Oh yeah, cool. Do you mind walking back to camp with me? Uh yeah, sure. And so they walked back to camp. All right. There were three parts to my bounty. Step one. <laughs> There's a gauntlet somewhere in this camp. Go find it. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, that sounds pretty cool. He walks around. He grabs a gauntlet. All right, cool. Uh, there are a bunch of swords at my camp. Go find a sword you like and come back. Uh -oh. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> so the guy finds the sword. When he comes back, the guy whose bounty it is is wearing full armor and has oh. a giant claymore and says, I want to let you know. I'm a world champion with this thing. Oh my god. And we're gonna duel. And if you win, you get my bounty. What? <laughs> and the guy was like, oh fuck. I've made a huge mistake. No warning. What the that is straight from a video game. So <laughs> if that sounds fun, come to Wasteland Weekend. Stumble into secret boss fights. <laughs> you can buy your tickets at wastelandweekend.com. By the time we're recording this, about 75% of the tickets are gone. 
So buy them fast. Yeah. Woo. Can't wait. Two months, September, end of September, I think. It's, it's like 70 days. Okay. <laughs> Soon. Oh, it's going to be so cool. Anyway, Heat Vision and Jack. Yeah, speaking of post apocalyptic. <laughs> <laughs> did have kind of a Mad Maxi feel. It did? Did it? I mean, it. there was a lot of scenes in the desert. No, it really did it. <laughs> Maybe it was the sense of hopelessness I got watching it. Heat Vision and Jack. <laughs> it is one of those amazing Hollywood underground secrets. Jason, in less than three sentences, how would you describe Heat Vision and Jack? Okay, okay, I got this. Um, Jack Black goes to space, becomes the smartest person in the world, goes on adventures with his motorcycle roommate, Owen Wilson. You know, it's really hard to describe this show in (laughs) three sentences or less. So Jack Black plays Jack Austin. A renegade astronaut. Like how they didn't even change his first name, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And when the sun is out, he's the world's smartest man. Oh, that's right. It's when the sun is out. Yeah. And he goes on adventures with heat vision, the soul of his unemployed roommate bound to a motorcycle. (laughs) And they make it a point to say unemployed roommate. (laughs) Yeah, like, why? They, could just, they couldn't just roommate. be like, hey, this roommate is a motorcycle. Like, no, his <laughs> unemployed, in serious student loan debt, <laughs> fucking loner of a fucking roommate is now a motorcycle. <laughs> Named Heat Vision, which I don't think they ever, did they explain why his name changed when he nope. didn't know more? Okay. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> so this is, uh, from what I understand, this is what was supposed to be the pilot episode of a whole yes. show. Yes, so this was, they filmed a pilot. Uh, if you don't know what a pilot is, watch that one scene from Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but basically, they filmed a single episode, and, and they were hoping that it would pick up for a full series. At the time, this was the most expensive pilot Fox had ever made, and it didn't get picked up for season <laughs> For series. I mean, the name is associated with thing. It started off with that introduction by Ben Stiller. I saw Dan Harmon's name pop up in the credits. Yeah, so Ben Stiller directed <laughs> it. Dan Harmon and Rob Schraub wrote it. Jack Black. Oh, and Wilson. Yeah, Jack Black's um, the lo- lady in this episode. It's been in tons of movies. Like, and it never got picked up. They never said her name. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that later, but yeah, there's a bunch of talent involved, and this was really before they became super famous. Should we? Oh, no, okay, we can discuss that after. Um, I was about to ask if you think you know why it was never picked up, but let's, let's review the show, and then we can think about why it was never picked up. <laughs> so, the the episode is titled Episode 14 something paragon <laughs> yeah which i would 
I would be okay. I was super confused. One because I was told he was a pilot. Two because before that, Ben Stiller gave like a five minute introduction <laughs> about how this was about to be. So you can the watch a show of all. You time. can watch this episode on YouTube, and there's a three four minute <laughs> prelude of Ben Stiller telling people to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Just waving around his. Emmy he won or an something. Emmy. <laughs> he won an Emmy. So now he's like. Fuck you, people who canceled me. I've got a new show now. It's called Heat Vision and Jack. Fuck you, George Lucas. Oh, wow. That really didn't age well, did it? <laughs> you guys thought my show sucked. This show's going to be amazing. <laughs> you could tell because I have an Emmy. Canceled. <laughs> not even canceled. Like, not even picked up. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> So yeah, that was a weird way to start it with a weirdly aggressive <laughs> Ben Stiller raving about how fucking awesome this show's about to be and how it's going to blow our minds. I mean, that's basically what what I'm going to do if a comic of mine ever gets picked up. <laughs> like, fuck you, Mr. U-Holt. You said I was a bad student. I've got a fucking Eisner, you dick. Oh! <laughs> Anyways, enjoy this movie. <laughs> yeah, anyway, enjoy the screening of uh, <laughs> Battle Angel Alita. <laughs> I didn't know you were on Battle Angel Alita. Nope, it's just me standing up in the middle of a theater <laughs> yelling, Fuck you, Mr. U-Haul! <laughs> Is this the RIA screening? No, I'm actually going to all the theaters. <laughs> I'm going into every single theater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, work- I'm, Eisner. I'm I'm working out some stuff. <laughs> I also don't have an Eisner, obviously, but it'd be it, it, someday, hopefully, possibly, <laughs> probably not. Anyway, so <laughs> okay, so we started episode fourteen. <laughs> Did the episode have a title? We should have written that down. I didn't write it down either. Damn it. <laughs> When did this movie come out? It was like the 90s, but there was like a ton of 80s synthesizer in the beginning. Yeah, no, 1999. I don't know why the movie felt sort of 80s-ish to me. Maybe it was the bad quality video it was on, or... <laughs> it was ripped from a VHS. It's okay. <laughs> that seems about right. <laughs> I own that VHS rip on DVD, by the way. Do you really? I own a physical copy of Heat, Vision, and Jack. Does it look better, or does it still look like it was ripped from it a VHS? It looks like it's ripped from a VHS. <laughs> and I paid $30 for it. Money well spent. Because I'm a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> so the basic plot summary is that there's an alien there's an alien frequency that possesses a diner cook and the frequency is called Paragon and in the episode you learn about Jack and Heat Vision and that they're being chased by Ron Silver yeah. <laughs> the bad guy from Time Cop <laughs> oh that's who that is I thought he looked familiar. Oh, yeah. So when they mentioned this character, I, the entire time I kept thinking of the character from Parks and Recreation, Ron Swanson, and his, his alternate identity, Duke Silver, a saxophone player in a jazz club. So I could not take this guy who was clearly supposed to be intimidating seriously at all. 
not to mention the fact that he's supposed to be like a secret CIA agent or something like that. But yeah, he's also and, an actor. And his justification for trying to find Jack Black and the Owen Wilson motorcycle is, yeah, we were doing some experiments on the mentally ill and zero gravity. <laughs> <laughs> not a great way to start. <laughs> and I don't know what that's about, but sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's two bad guys ron silver and paragon, paragon. <laughs> and they're both kind of silly i the show's oh i can't i can't even tell if it's trying to be bad i think it is because paragon is so ridiculous but it's odd to I don't even know what to make of the show is all I'm saying, Daniel. <laughs> what? You're saying you're saying the writing is bad or something with the lines like if fate makes you a motorcycle, you become a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the end of the opening sequence is like first they explain how Jack Black becomes the smartest man in the world during the day. And then Jack Black does this little thing he does every episode where he gets super smart. And then they end the opening credits with Jack Black turning the camera and saying, knowledge is power, for real. <laughs> I'm like, what? Also in the opening credits, he punches a werewolf. Yeah, what the hell? And it's never explained. So this show is going to have aliens, it's going to have werewolves, secret government experiments, a person turned into a motorcycle. By the way, I just spoilers. By the way, for Evision and Jack, oh, we forgot to give our warning. They end up defeating Paragon by having a. The final battle of the episode is in a strip club. Yeah, <laughs> and Ben Stiller is the strip club DJ, and Jack Black defeats Paragon by shoving a a. Uh, dancing pole into a into a monitor speaker and then shoving the other half into paragon and ben stiller recording something on a tape deck and paragon's transmission being recorded on tape <laughs> yeah i am not an audio engineer <laughs> but i don't think it works that way <laughs> <laughs> if anything, you think they would have just copied him? <laughs> you think there'd be two paragons running around now? But the way it was kind of odd that it took place in a strip club. Is it me or did Paragon seem kind of misogynist? <laughs> yeah, he did call a bunch of people monkey whores. <laughs> Why? Why is he such a dick? He's supposed to be some superior intelligence. He talked about how like humanity is a disease, like that guy from the Matrix. And then well, he calls us monkey sluts. Well, to be fair, he is a moderator on Reddit. So. <laughs> <laughs> the incel subreddit. <laughs> Great. Now we're gonna get doxxed, Jason. <laughs> Damn it. I should have mentioned them. <laughs> God, it's just the idea of Jack Black. The guy from School of Rock and the Muppet movie playing the smartest man in the world during the day. You know what makes me crazy, though? Do you know about Grey Hulk? Um, yeah, another form of Hulk. Yeah, so there was a time when 
Bruce Banner turned gray. Because originally the Hulk was gray, but there was a printing error that made printing gray really difficult. Mm-hmm. So they made him green instead. And eventually he becomes gray. And he turns gray at night. And during the day, he changes back to normal. But what he finds out is that he only turns back to normal with sunlight. So he moves to Las Vegas, becomes, whereas it buys like a bunch of big suits and gloves and trench coats and hats. <laughs> and he becomes a detective named Joe Fixit. The Hulk, the same guy who. The Hulk. The Hulk <laughs> becomes a Las Vegas hard boiled detective. Who normally has three lines. Yeah. But Hulk now, smash and. Yeah, it's really good it's amazing it's good yeah so imagine if like jack imagine if jack austin moved to las vegas because is it just when the sun is rising or does he have to have contact with the sun to become the world's smartest man well it did seem to slowly get dumber as the sun was rising so maybe he needs i mean when the sun was setting yes yeah, so, all right i meant when the sun was setting so what would he? What are you suggesting? He like surrounds himself with UV lights at all times or something? Yeah, <laughs> that could be it. Huh? What if he just attaches them to his motorcycle? Yeah, maybe we're overthinking it. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> they clearly like put a lot of thought into the show. I mean, they had at least fourteen episodes planned, <laughs> one involving an alien and one involving a werewolf. <laughs> but I. It's two very unrelated things. I'm curious about how the rest of the episodes were going to go, to be honest. Were they going to stumble into all their adventures? Because literally one of their lines is he like picks up alien goo from the floor of the diner. And Owen Wilson says something about how this is strange. Or something like that. And Jack Black says, we tend to do that, don't we? Like... All their adventures were literally just stumbling into <laughs> alien possession, alien frequencies. They're probably going to stumble into a werewolf at like a different diner. Like compared to X-Files or Supernatural, where, you know, they actually go out and they seek supernatural events. Jason, this is the hill I'm going to die on. <laughs> this one episode of Heat Vision and Jack is better than the last eight seasons of Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure to where to begin with that. Everything past season six is awful. <laughs> Have they had eight seasons past season yeah, six? Yeah, we're on season 14, Jason. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm sensing some threatening motions. <laughs> I uh, haven't seen the last couple of seasons of Supernatural, so I don't know whether to agree or disagree with you. So I'm going to assume you're telling the truth. Yeah, don't Google it. I'm about to get a lot of hate mail. So Jason, <laughs> w- we didn't really talk much about Heat Vision and Jack, but I hope we were able to paint enough of a picture. Would you recommend Heat Vision and Jack? I feel like I bagged on it a lot, but I think everybody should lo- go onto YouTube and watch it. It's only like, what, half an hour? It's like 25 minutes long. 25 minutes. And it's just the most ridiculous lines. The most... Jack Black's acting as he goes becomes the smartest man and loses his intelligence. Owen Wilson kind of just plays Owen Wilson. 
It doesn't say wow, though. Oh, you're right. I thought he did. I kept expecting him to. Was this pre-Owen Wilson wow, though? I think it might be. Like he was still trying new acting techniques? Like, <laughs> acting? I don't see... Not saying wow <laughs> in responses to things. <laughs> oh, it would man. just be in a movie like... Mr. Gregerson, um, your your wife didn't make it. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. Me too. Man, I, I would. I would watch an entire crime drama starring Owen Wilson, where his only line is "Wow" <laughs> over and over again in the exact same way picks up evidence from the ground wow (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh and you're right (laughs) that is the blood from the crime scene did you expect this your own father killing your wife and framing you for the murder what do you have to say for yourself wow (laughs) (laughs) i actually don't watch heat vision and jack give us $2.5 $2.5 million and let us make that movie instead. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's whip up another pilot. <laughs> I, I I always recommend Heat Vision and Jack. I think it's one of those weird things online and it's more accessible than Filipino Batmaniac <laughs> or Turkish Star Wars. We're going to watch those, aren't we? We are. <laughs> We're going to save Turkish Star Wars for like the next Star Wars movie, though. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that gonna, that uh, that or the holiday special. <laughs> oh god, this is gonna be tough. <laughs> but yeah, it's amazing. You should. We're gonna have a link to Heat Vision and Jack in the description. Watch it. Take it. thirty minutes out of your life and watch it, and thank us on Twitter. It did bring me a lot of joy. Yeah, actually, people really should watch it. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that perfect balance because for some people, the room is too much cringe. But this is the perfect level of funny cringe and just what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Pops open some beers, some popcorn. Uh, it's pretty. Okay. Yeah, you should watch it. All right. Yeah, I'm going to recommend it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Do you have anything to plug? I'm um, sure. Uh, check out my blog on game design and world building, on, uh, specifically role playing game design, on thoughtcultureing.com. Hey, it's thought spelled T H O U G H T, right? Yes. It's not T H O T. Yeah, I, I should specify that now, shouldn't I? <laughs> it's it's in the description of every episode, but I shit you not, someone listened to the podcast and asked. <laughs> Is it spelled thought cauldron or thought cauldron? <laughs> There's a lot less thoughts out here. No, thought the other thought cauldron leads to a porn site, so No, actually I don't know where it leads. <laughs> I should uh I'm gonna take that domain. You have anything to plug? <laughs> yeah, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram and YouTube as DHP Gastelum. Gastelum spelled G-A-S-T-E-L-U-M is in Mary. And you can find more stuff at dhpgastelum.com. On Mondays, we have podcasts. Wednesdays and Fridays, we have comics. 
Woo. Okay, it's not taken yet. I'm taking that domain now. You're taking thought <laughs> culture. <laughs> Wait, are you seriously buying it? No, I'm not actually going to buy it. Dude, you should buy it. How much is it? I don't know. Let's find out. His, his Google hmm? His Google <laughs> How much is it? Uh, this is taking me longer than I thought it would. <laughs> well, it's okay. Podcasts were made for dead air time. <laughs> it's the perfect medium. Luckily, we have the power of editing. I'm going to keep this all in. God damn it. <laughs> Why not use the power? <laughs> How much is it? Uh, I can't find it. I guess it's not on this domain search site. Oh, wait, not... Here it is. How much? That's $11 a year. Wow. <laughs>